Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. co-host Kareem Hamid for our Wednesday men-only discussion, and the topic is, what is freedom? Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host Kareem Hamid every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. And welcome to the Female Solution global radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif, and we'll be right back with our co-host Kareem Hamid as we talk about... 
what is freedom? And, men, we want to hear from you. Give us a call, 515-605. We want you to call our co-host, 515-605-9891. We want to hear from you. And, women, we're going to listen, and then, of course, we will comment during the breaks and the after show on what we heard. Is there a reason why men are reluctant to engage in committed relationships, in making plans for family, and even committed being committed to jobs or careers. And some young men are seeming to take a long time to find themselves and even decide what kind of work, if any, they want to do. They say they need their freedom. Freedom to do what? What is freedom? And what does it mean to you? Well, we'll be right back after this quick break, so stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back with our host for the day, Kareem Amid. And we certainly do appreciate you all for joining us in this process because the only way we're going to know how the men think is if we listen. And certainly we do ask so that we may know. we go. <laughs> yes, we are here. And we are uh, so ready to hear what the men have to say today. We did a little intro with our listening and viewing audience to let them know that what you'll be discussing today is what is freedom. And, you know, the interesting thing is that we know that there is a changing climate, a changing culture. So many men are saying they don't like the traditional family structure. They don't want to commit to marriage. They want their freedom. They don't want to commit to a, a job that they've been, uh, that they've seen maybe their father's working 40 years and then retire and and be angry all of that time and not really enjoy life. So they say, I don't want to live like that. I want my freedom. Uh, I don't want to be tied down to children. I want my freedom. Uh, so many things that we hear, especially young men saying today, 
that they want their freedom and question is freedom to do what? And you've asked, well, what does freedom mean to you? So we certainly are ready to hear you and other panelists and those who've called in and we've asked men to call in 515-605-9891 so you can get directly on the AM360 switchboard and press one so that you can add your voice to this discussion. There was a time when we didn't have the freedom to choose to be in families. We didn't have the freedom to choose a spouse. We were forced to do as told at gunpoint. And now that we've overcome that, what is it we're wanting to be free to do? And are we wanting to be free from responsibility? Well, that is a question, and we're certainly looking forward to an answer today on this men-only discussion on what is freedom. So take it away. Thank you, Naima. Praise be to God. You know, we have different concepts of what freedom is, and uh, we want to hear from the male concerning what is freedom to you and uh, and how would you define freedom? How, how would you define freedom? I want to share a, a few statements from our beloved freedom fighter, Dr. Martin Luther King, and may this set the tone for this valuable conversation that we are speaking independently and that our voices have to be shared with each other. I'm going to bring you now the voice of Dr. Martin Luther King. I can plead with you. Believe in yourself and believe that you're somebody. I said to a group last night, nobody else can do this for us. No document can do this for us. No Lincolnian Emancipation Proclamation can do this for us. No Kennesonian or Johnsonian Civil Rights Bill can do this for us. If the Negro is to be free, he must move down into the inner resources of his own soul and sign with the pen and ink of self-assertive manhood his own emancipation proclamation. Don't let anybody take your manhood. Be proud of our heritage. As somebody said earlier tonight, we don't have anything to be ashamed of. Somebody told a lie one day. They couched it in language. They made everything black, ugly, and evil. Look in your dictionary and see the synonyms of the word black. Always something degrading and low and sinister. Look at the word white, it's always something pure. <laughs> but I want to get the language right tonight. I want to get the language so right that everybody. Here will cry out, yes, 
to uh, back this tape up and stop it at the most, for me, a most important part of of, of uh, his statement. Let me go to that point and uh, pause the tape there. That should open up conversation. Believe in yourself and believe that you're somebody. I said to the group last night, nobody else can do this for. No document can do this for. No Lincolnian Emancipation Proclamation can do this for us. No Kennesonian or Johnsonian Civil Rights Bill can do this for us. If the Negro is to be free, he must move down into the inner resources of his own soul and sign with a pen and ink of self-asserted manhood his own emancipation proclamation. Don't let anybody take your manhood. Okay, we pause right there. That's a setup. The independent thinking that that we are are searching for in this broadcast, the male-only conversation. And the question posed is that uh, we, we have been asking for freedom. Do we really have a grasp of what we're asking for? And who are we asking that freedom from? Who are we asking for freedom? So we want to have a conversation this morning on what is freedom and what is your definition of freedom. I want to, uh, I, I have assembled Three intelligent, uh, bright, bright males here uh, on American Muslim 360. I'm looking forward to hear from them and from the guests that may call in and those from off of the Female Solutions Studio Board. I want to ask Imam DeLacy, oh my, if you are present, would you press one on your phone that will give me an indication that you are present and I will open up your mic. Praise be to Allah. Okay, I don't see him. He's not present at this time. He Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Kareem. I think we do have a caller on the Female Solutions switchboard that has uh, press one, uh, area code 813-646, this is who I think it is. Give us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, L.A., <clears throat> Central yes. Florida. L.A., from Central Florida. Um, if you'd like to have speak. It's... Good morning, yeah, L.A. I, I've got a good morning. I um, As for me individually, uh, I, I think... Well, it's sort of like a two-step thing. One, due to the fact that I have the leisure time 
to listen to the female solution most mornings. Uh, I have internet connection. I have electronics. I got a roof over my head. I, I have a certain level of freedom already there. I think many people already do have. But for me to reach, and this is a step two, this is for me individually. Um, if I if I reach like a six-figure per month income, I don't need that much for me personally, but then I can, what I would, for my definition of freedom, because basically I can, what I do is basically limited to what I can do with a budget financially. But if I wanted to pick up and fly to Chicago uh, to have lunch with Naima, that, I mean, for me, that's freedom. The freedom to move about the globe. So I'm not, I'm not at that point yet, but I, I have a certain amount of freedom right now where I can basically, you know, locally at least or reasonably move about. And I'm, I, I, you know, nobody, it's nobody that says I can't do anything. Any, any limitations I do have right now are essentially self-imposed. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself where uh, I can get rid of these uh, self-imposed. Uh, what's the word I want to use? Disabilities. No, nobody's put them on me, but me. So I'll, I'll land my plane there. Mm. Uh, thank you, L.A. So you are defining on a personal note your idea. On a personal note, because there's there's no government body holding me back. The white man's not holding me back. I mean, it, it, it's it's anything that I can't do, it's a self-imposed disability. It's just, all right, what do I need to work on individually so I can, and, and for me, just, just me individually, I want to have the ability to pick up and go anywhere I want to go at a moment, at a whim. And it's for me, it takes money to do that. So that's why I say there's self-imposed disabilities. No, 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 you know, nobody's put that on me but me. Yes, sir. All right. I thank you for your candidness. And um, from what I'm understanding from you, that the freedom of movement and being able to afford the freedom of movement is a is a uh, a is, is your personal uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's for me personally yeah, yeah that, that's for me yeah. personally I, I do not speak for most people yes sir okay we thank you LA please stay on the a line I'm, I'm looking forward to hear more from you as we uh, address this subject matter uh, thank you, Yale. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we have on, yes, sir. We have here on the M360 board, Brother Abdul Shahid, the host of Optimal Health that airs here on American Muslim 360. Assalamu alaikum, Abdul Shahid. Well, I got to learn, Brother Imam. How are you doing this morning? I'm fine, fine. Praise be to Allah. The same question is posed to you. On a personal note, what is freedom, and what is your definition of freedom? You know, we've been asking for freedom. That's a, a kind of a 
generic word. But what are we? But are we aware of what we're truly asking for, and what that entails? So, uh, if you would share with us what does freedom, or, or what is freedom to you, and what is your definition of freedom? That's an excellent question. And here's my definition of freedom. First, I'd like to share a couple of words associated with freedom. Freedom is life. Start with that word there, life. And what is life? Life is a precious gift from the creator. That gift is priceless. How can one be engaged in life if they're not free? Another word is responsibility. Freedom is responsibility, not free of responsibility. Now we have the mind, freedom of, of the mind to be able to make your own choices in life. This is what happened to us, to our people. They were not free to make their own choices. They were not free as to who they were going to marry who they were going to spend the rest of their life with. They were not free to make choices about who they're going to work for. They they could not make choices as where they were going to live. Freedom means choice and responsibility. Another word that we all associate with freedom is independence. And really, it's not independent. It's interdependent. We all are interdependent on each other to establish a community life. But if you don't have freedom, you won't have independent, nor will you have interdependent. Another word is obligation. Who obligates us? Our oppressor? Our slave master? No, the creator obligates us. Another word, another phrase, the rule of law. You have to be free to exercise the rule of law. Otherwise, your oppressor would be speaking for you. Would be speaking for you. Freedom come with respect. How are you going to have the respect of the world when you're not free? You're a teenager. You live in your parent's home. They still taking care of you. They still feeding you. And you want respect? Respect has to be earned. But you're not able to earn respect because you're not free. You're dependent. You still on your parents' taxes. You don't even have tax to pay. Another word we like to explain freedom. Community life. There's no community life if you're not free. The brother mentioned movement, freedom of movement. How can you we establish community life without the freedom of movement to interact, to engage with who you want to? Another word is connection. Connection with your past to establish the future. 
You have to be free in order to do these things. Another word, education. That's really misunderstood. You can get an education, the one that your oppressor want you to have. You have to be free to decide what you're going to learn in life and what life is all about. All these things we mentioned are connected with freedom. All of these things we mentioned has something to do with our mindset. Freedom of the mind to make your own choices. This is what the Creator wants all human beings to be able to do. How can we be held responsible and receive the reward that's due to us if we're not free to make choices? Life is about making choices. If your choices are limited because you're not free, how can you be responsible? How can you receive the reward of a person that's free? That's my definition at this point. Thank you. All right. Uh, check your mute, Kareem. Um, yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Naima. <laughs> and uh, I thank uh, Abdul Shahid for sharing his definition, what, what freedom means to him and his definition of freedom. We have an, another a guest with us this morning, Michael Padre, uh, Michael Hameen, Assalamu alaikum. I pose the same question to you. What Pastor is freedom Jesus. to you? And what is Thank your you. definition of freedom? If you would, please. Uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, God's peace be with you and with the audience and uh, the host, uh, Naeem. Uh, could you speak up a little louder, Michael? Yes. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, that's much clearer. Okay. I'm going to try to be very brief. Um, and I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to use um, the creation of the human being in the context of the, the, the scripture uh the Quran, the uh, Holy Quran, or Quran, as some people here say, it tells us of the Creator creating the life of uh, the creation, created world, and then uh, bringing the human family into it with the with with the with the the dignified choice of you can live this life, which is going to be very challenging. You can live the life. You have the freedom to live your life that, that I have given you, according to the Creator. You can live this life with my help, and you must understand I didn't create you to to try to, to navigate this life without me. This is the Creator speaking. But you can live this life with me, assisting you, can live this life on your own and see how that works out for you. So freedom freedom to me is that we have 
the right to exercise choice and uh, seek the help. And if you look at if you look at uh, Africa, for instance, Africa's great history. You see the religions of Christianity and the religions of the religion of Islam standing out in terms of an excellent progress, social progress, excellent uh, progress. This is recorded in history. These two great religions progressing the African people who accepted them uh, with a great social progress. And um, I think I'll stop there. Freedom, 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 freedom. Freedom of the, of thinking. Free dome. Dome is like the top portion. And the dome is free to um, make the proper choices. And I'll stop there. Yes, thank you, Michael. Praise be to Almighty God Allah for your contribution this morning. I'm looking for Delacy Omar on the board here. I think, let me see now. Yes, here he is. Assalamu alaikum, Imam Omar. Yeah, well, salam to you, to you, uh, Imam Kareem, Michael, Hameen. I appreciate the commentary. I, 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 I did have an engagement this morning I'm trying to make, so I apologize for the tardiness. I uh, I listened at what Michael had to say, and it's, and it's very similar. I would like to <clears throat> make a com- comment similarly, so greeting to the audience. You know, I, and I'm sure this has probably been covered, but I'll, I'll just cover it maybe from a different angle. We hold these truths to be self-evident, and I'm going to... Uh, paraphrase this statement here. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all human beings are created equal and endowed by their creator with rights that can't be taken away from them. Among them is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's the preamble to the Constitution, paraphrased, because I, I I wanted to leave out man and 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 say human beings, because all persons, you know, I want it to, I want that language to be clearly understood that it's not gender related, it's not a, it's not color related, it's not a race, ethnic related or demographically related. It, it was, it was an invitation to think broadly about the human family. With that being said. When we're looking at freedom, what freedom means to me, it 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 means that, as Michael stated, we 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 have a creator, and you know this this government recognized that, the founding fathers recognized the importance of what Michael alluded to, in the in that preamble, to the Constitution, that that we are created beings, and uh, and as such we we are we are talking about responsibility responsibility because why we we have shared freedom spaces Imam Muhammad brought that type of language to our attention shared freedom spaces so we are living on this planet 
with other human beings together. And in order to to uh, be successful or, or move freely or move without a lot of obstacles or running into each other, we have to have some rules for that. So rules are, are necessary for freedom to exist as well. So, uh, so for me, freedom is the ability to live in community. First, be a, I, I'm in a neighborhood. I have a family. I have to get along with them. I have to. I have to be responsible. I have to. I have, they have rights on me. I have rights on them. So this this idea that freedom doesn't require doesn't require responsibility is is really foreign. It's a it's a it's not a real sensible way to see things. I can do whatever I want. Okay. You have to be responsible. There are stop signs. There are red lights. There are one-way streets to be observed. There's all type of signs in the creation that you're not free to do anything you want to do. So this is the first thing, responsibility. So I take responsibility for myself. Now I'm free. Why? Because I, I have to look at how I am to manage myself. Michael said some statements concerning that as well, that I have to look at how to manage my life. How am I going to exist with other people in this society and be successful? You know, I do a program preparing to make it in the land of plenty where where we talk about how faith-based principles can can help us be successful in the our daily lives, our daily lives. So we have to have some principles to govern how we behave and how we act. And that's the importance of, of having uh, a faith, being a faith to something that you can, uh, you can rely on to hold you up whenever there's, there's challenges where there's stop signs and there's traffic jams and et cetera, et cetera. You have to be have faith where this will pass to. This will pass. You have to have patience. So freedom is all these things. Freedom is, is really being in charge of your own life. I, and I I love that. I love that I can be in charge of my life. That I can navigate these challenges, et cetera, et cetera, and not be in on in the mental couch, for instance, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That I I accept that this life is going to be challenging. And that I can, God has equipped me to be able to maneuver and to to deal with the situations as they come. I I like that. I like that there are challenges that I can I can be free to overcome. And the scripture says something very important. Sacred scripture says that we every human being has been cre- created with dignity and honor. Every human being deserves respect. Deserves to be respected. Is created with dignity and honor. So when I think of freedom, I don't see it as uh, I'm free to do whatever I want, even though I am. But I'm free to to live the life, to to use my mental capacities, as Mike alluded to, that dome that there in your head, freedom. That to use that thinkingness inside that brain to uh, navigate life in a very intelligent way but not making up my own rules as to how that should be done. I have to research and research and think and to study 
on what can what can be, make me successful, what can cause me to fail, et cetera, et cetera, and take responsibility. And I, I'll leave it with that email. I think I've said enough on that line. To uh, But I, I love that we are free and that we can, but even though we're free, those challenges are there. And I don't want to. I don't want to go into the the logic behind. Well, the Constitution said this. The Constitution said that. But I wanted to point that out because that was the intent for the country, for the, for America, that this would be a society where everyone could realize their potential. And we know. I don't. I don't want the callers go to talking about. Well, America didn't do this. They reneged on this. They reneged on that. We know all of that history, but. They did have a noble idea about what the human needs were, and et cetera, et cetera. So that's nice up to us to make that a reality. Thank you, ma'am. Shukran. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I heard it a lot. Thank you. Yes, yeah, assalamualaikum. Uh, we need to take a break, but when we come back, I have a I have a question. Maybe you all can address with the current policing system and criminal justice system. It's supposed to Naima. keep us Naima. free. Yes. Naima. Naima. Yes. You know I love you. I, I'm not Uh-oh. saying I uh, appreciate you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, yeah, we all over that I love you. <laughs> uh, well, I, 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 I uh, you know, I do not want this to be steered in a direction coming from females. That's I not a put I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I'm just curious. Right. I didn't, I didn't know if you know that maybe yes, free or less free, but I'll be quiet. I'll let y'all do that. <laughs> well, we'll be back after the break. <laughs> okay. So, so <laughs> hey, Naima, I know that there are a lot of women that would love to you know, chime in. But this is time set aside for the males without the influence, without any outside influence. And uh, I admit women have a positive and a very strong influence on us males. They do. Uh, A woman can walk in the room and if uh, men tell the, the truth, they felt some kind of way by her mere presence. So I'm, that's what I, I oh, oh, want to, inshallah, keep this as pure as possible. <laughs> For, For the, the rest of the show, y'all won't even know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to take a break, though, and we'll be back. Uh, we'll okay. be right back with our men-only discussion led by Kareem Hamid. And if you are listening online and want to join the conversation, men, we want you to call in, 515-605-9891, and press 1 so our host, Kareem Hamid, will know you have something to say. And we'll be right back after this quick break. So we want you all to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war 
through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Big difference. Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the Media Connection. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Tuesdays at 12 noon on Cable TV Channel 19 in Chicago. and other cities, check your local cable listings. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viato. Martin Luther King. I won't share the whole the whole speech, but just a, a part of it. Uh, he's saying saying something here that to me that is very essential. Uh, let me see if I can cue it up. Here we go. Very short. Wait a minute. This is a very short statement, but it's a very profound statement. I come here tonight and plead with you. Believe in yourself and believe that you're somebody. I said to a group last night, nobody else can do this for us. No document can do this for us. No Lincolnian Emancipation Proclamation can do this for us. No Kennesonian or Johnsonian Civil Rights Bill can do this for us. 
down into the inner resources of his own soul and signed with the pen and ink of self-asserted manhood his own emancipation process. Don't let anybody take your manhood. Okay, and we are back. What makes that, that statement so uh, important to me is that Dr. King mentioned that uh, we have to, the human being has to, reach down into their own soul. I'm great, grateful that he mentioned the soul. The soul. Uh, the soul has to be educated. Educated. And that education comes from he who created the soul and created the human being. That education is found in divine scripture. It is, in, it is instruction for the construction. It is instruction for the construction of the human being. We have to ask ourselves, you know, when we're asking for freedom, uh, let me say this. We, we, uh, it's not just a surface, a surface, uh, a surface appeal that we are making. It is an inner appeal. And Dr. King is right. No one can give us what our soul needs. We need to question ourselves concerning our thinking, our thinking. Where are we getting our cues from? Who is shaping our opinion, even the obligation to ourselves and to others? We have to be aware that, that, that it's possible to be formed and shaped without you being consciously aware of it. So we look for an advisor, an advisor, a sincere advisor. And we should not look to this world as a sincere advisor to us. Shape our behavior, shape our thinking, shape our goals, shape how we exist. We have to be aware of that, that we are being formed from the inside out. And I agree with the statements that have been made. We must look to the instruction book for the construction of us as human beings, as valuable human beings that are adding to the uh, a benefit to the total society. So that responsibility to self, first it starts with self. Have I freed, have I freed my thinking? We have to think on our thinking. Think on our thinking and relate that to the purity of the soul. I said, now, is this good for me or is this bad for me? We have free will and choices. 
But that free will gives us the free will to look for the best sources of instruction and not parody or follow the example of other people. You, your own self, God says to us in the Quran, your own self obligates you. Your own self. So we owe a debt to our own self that we be the best that we can be. But we won't find that getting our cues, our direction from the the society that as it exists right now, as it exists now, we find it very important that we connect with the instruction of the creator that created us as male, as male, and identify with what the creator have identified as the role of the male. And we have to have have the fortitude and the submission to be that and to do that. We're asking for a freedom, but no, who do we expect to give us freedom? You are hearing now an invitation to true freedom. We can't leave the creator out of the construction of us as human beings, for he has given us instruction. It's an inner job. It's an inner working as to what it means to be male, what it means to be a, a true man, a man. Allah created, how can I put Yeah, for, he created uh, what we call my manhood. Allah created that. The, the creator created manhood. So we can't get our cues from media, from this vapor that's in the air that's encouraging us to be uh, uh, brutal, uncaring, uh, uh, irresponsible. Sometimes freedom is seen as having no responsibility. But this life comes with responsibility. Your own self obligates you. And how are we treating ourselves? How are we treating ourselves? I'll stop right there. And uh, I'm going to open up the mic of Abdul Shahid. And if there's anyone on on your line, Naima, we ask that uh, you introduce them and bring them on. Abdul Shahid, six seven eight five. Yes, sir. <laughs> Salam alaikum, everyone. Really, uh, ma'am, that is excellent. And what the uh, Honorable Dr. Martin Luther King had to say about freedom with was right on target. No man can give you freedom. If he could, he can take it away at any time. Freedom is something that, it's just like the idea of perfection. We will never get there, but we always have to be thriving towards perfection. Freedom is something that we're not going to really ever achieve, but we have to keep working towards it. And the moment we stop, there will be something in the society that would be trying to make a slave out of you again. And this is the, the condition with man. 
he stops thriving towards freedom. And then his environment, something in the environment, would make a slave out of him. It might not be another person. It could be things. It could be his home, his car, his job. We have to always be thriving towards freedom, just like we always must thrive towards perfection. And you made a connection, like I uh, attempted to make the connection, freedom and life. How can you have this life, which is a precious gift from the Almighty, source creator, the creator of everything, if you're not free to make choices? Life and freedom are synonymous. And what is life? We all have a purpose in this life. The Almighty has turned each and every one of us in a direction, a purpose. A main purpose, I think, is to correct our mistakes and the mistakes of the past. That include our parent mistakes, our grandparent mistakes, our teacher mistakes. We must correct them. Our predecessors, there are people who made slaves out of our people. Those correct those mistakes must be corrected. We have to correct them. Otherwise, generation coming after us will fall victim like we see today. Will fall victim. No man can own can own another human being. The Almighty Source Creator is the owner of everything, including us. So the purpose of life, we must correct our mistakes, brother and sister. It was a mistake that we had this experience as slaves. Now we must correct the, the slave master's mistake. We still depend on them to take care of us. That's Many of us still depend on them. We depend on them to take care of us before we can make a decision. Before we can make a decision about what we're going to do, we have to check with the slave master often. Life is about making choices, brothers and sisters. It's about making choices. And there are consequences for everyone. So at the moment anyone tries to enslave us, we have to be fighting for freedom, like many of our people did in the past. And it's not freedom for not doing anything. Freedom from responsibility. All these things are they're, they're connected with being free. We have to educate ourselves. How we can depend on someone else to educate us? We have to educate our own children. How can we depend on other people to educate our children? But we do because we still have this problem. With our slave master, it's not been corrected yet, brother ma'am. It hasn't been corrected, and we have to be the one to do it. We keep passing this on. We keep kicking the can down the road. It has to end with us. We have to understand what freedom is all about. We're free to bring out the best in each and every one of us. That's what we're free to do. Free to work with each other, to build community life. Free to respect each other, respect each other's opinion. These are the things that we're free to do. Not do as I please, 
like many uh, young people think, and older people too, I'm free. I can do what I want. No, you're obligated. Just like you said, our own self obligates us. So that word freedom has been misconstrued on many different levels. Where's the freedom coming from? It's coming from the source creator, the creator of everything. That's where it's coming from. So I'll leave it at that point at this moment. Thank you, Brother Iman. Yes, sir. Thank you, Abdul Shahid. I want to move forward. I'm not sure. D. Lacey can't stay with her. He has a... a I got to leave you, man. Yes, I do have Sir? to leave. So I do have to leave. Thank you. Okay, if you would share now. with us a few closing uh, statements before you leave, please. Yes, uh, I guess I guess on this on this freedom thing, I like to I like to tie it to now just on a practical level how how we need to build this freedom and uh, build on the concept of freedom, but collectively, not to see us, not to see uh, our freedom as an individual uh, practice that we do. I'm, you know, I'm free. I can do and say what I want to know. But see, the, see your freedom tied to your, to your community with the family as the first place where that has to be practiced and exercised as an opportunity to practice and exercise collective life where you have to respect your older brother, your older sister, your parents, your father, etc. Yes, now you're an individual, but now you you see in the family structure uh, uh, a sense of order. And... uh, I'm, I'm not going to use seniority, but I am alluded to that. But a sense of order would be better, for, I think, for these free thinkers we got uh, to deal with. So, yes, you are, you are, you are, you're not as old as your older brother. You depend on him for certain things. So now you have to give him some respect. And you, you can take that on up to the parents. And with the mother be deserving of so much respect, because of uh, giving birth to the to the young mind, so and then the father over the family, deserving respect, and then you take it out to the community. You know you're going to see government not coming in to order. So we're going to always be having to live with others and follow rules so that that transpires in an orderly fashion, an orderly fashion. So I, I would just like to say that. And then I want to add to that, uh, Imam Muhammad mentioned something that I think is very profound. He said that due to the tra- trauma and the traumatic experience, which Abdul he just finished referencing, we have been, we are traumatized people. We are still dealing with past traumas. So he said in order for us to be successful, we need to embrace a philosophy for life. We need to have some type of principles that we look at as a way to move our life forward. He's saying we should, we should embrace it in a sacred unity. We should 
we should see our unified, the need for unity and progress through unification as a sacred obligation on us, something that we don't take lightly. So I would just end with that, inshallah. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. You are welcome, and I'm grateful for your valuable contribution, Imam Delacy Umar. May you have a blessed day. And, uh, Thank you, man. Peace and blessings to everyone. Peace and blessings to everyone. Yes, Praise be to Allah. Um, you mentioned something. You know, he, he man, Delacy mentioned something. That yes, the freedom starts with the individual, but it spreads. We we are are influenced, and we also have the ability to to influence to influence to be a model that others can follow. That others can. Uh, let me see. I'm hearing some background noise. Okay. No, that's not Michael. That's okay. Praise be to Allah. Alhamdulillah. So this idea of freedom is very important. Uh, I'm, uh, that we've been given somewhat of a, a, a an an uh, an errant disposition of what it means to be a male what it means to be a male. In a lot of cases, we have received cues from the society that the male is not to feel, is not to feel anything. The male is to not have feelings and emotions. Uh, If someone expresses a regret for something, the response can be, oh, man, man up swallow that and man up and move on. That is what causes the trauma within us. We are not allowed due to the adjustment of the society to express what we are burying inside of us, what we are buried and not able to express it, not able to give it the full light of day. So we 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 stuff that. We keep it inside. And those type of concerns, they can build up. And they can turn into resentment because you are not allowed to express yourself or you will be looked at as unmanly, as unmanly. But as I stated earlier, we need instruction from he who constructs the light. God identifies the human being. Matter of fact, he informs our prophet Muhammad, we pray the prayers and the peace be upon him, to tell them, to tell people that you are a bachelor mythicum, that you are a human being just like them. You're not God. You don't have any special powers. You are just a human being. And that second half of that identification is mythicum. That means he who contains, who possesses 
human sentiment, human concern, human concern, uh, be they negative or positive, that we, by what we come in contact with. But as males, we are all taught, don't share your innermost feelings. That's not manly. The of the the of female try to speak to us, and this is not a general statement, but it's happening too much. She tries to speak to us as to con- concerning how she feels, and in some cases of how we have made her feel, and. Uh, that does that is not registering with us. We are one unit, the male and the female. We are a team. And our our profitability comes from the content. The content of, of that which we both have. I want the freedom to express how I feel, how I think, and but I want to make sure that my feeling and my thinking is not coming from a biased instruction, a biased instruction, uh, uh, an advisor that does not have my best interest at heart. There is, is one entity that has the best interest of the human being, and that is he who has created the human being, the creator. And he gives us instruction of how to handle this free will that we have, the so-called freedom. Freedom. We're asking, but give us freedom. No one can give us freedom. No one can give. If you have to ask for it, then what they will give you, it will be counterfeit. It will not fit you. You yourself have to, to uh, I won't say Search, you really do, you, you know. Don't. I'm just saying, you don't have to go looking throughout the world to find answers. The answers are found right in our sacred scriptures, and if they are understood properly, then we can construct from the instruction that we are receiving. You know, there's a a a movement going on now that is called Passport Bros. Passport Bros. Men that have made an evaluation of some of the Western female thought and action. Mind you, I said some, not all. And what they are expressing is that they are seeing too much masculine behavior too much masculine behavior, too much masculine thinking coming from females. Mm-hmm. And they have made a, a, uh, a decision to go and seek wives elsewhere on the earth, other countries, continent of Africa, the countries on the continent of Africa. Central America, Asia, 
They are looking for wives to build their life with. So we have been given cues and shaped our thinking and behavior that pulls us apart, apart. So uh, that freedom, the freedom to make choices, but if you're not given the proper choice, then your choice may not be adequate. I'm going to open up the lines once more. No, I want to hear from Michael Hameen, if he would. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Kareem. Can we take another quick break before we uh, to the call? It's just a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Got to play a few of our announcements, and we'll be right back in just a moment. And we'll be right back, and we want you all to stick and stay. And if you are on our switchboard, man, if you uh, are on the Female Solutions switchboard, just press 1, and we'll let the host know so that you can weigh in on the topic today, which is, what is freedom? We'll be right back. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death. Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African-Americans suffering from psychic trauma? because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African American Psychic Trauma. In to Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Unmuted. 
also join us live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. See you on the second Saturday on the Neighborship of Joy. Men-only discussion today on this fourth Wednesday of the month, and this discussion led by our host, Kareem Hamid, is what is freedom? So, men, we want you to call in 515-605-9891, and press one so our host, Kareem Hamid, can know you have something to say. And I believe we're back with our host in our American Muslim 360 family, and you want to hear from on our switchboard. Then uh, if you're on our switchboard, please press one, and we'll make sure our host knows you have a comment. All righty. Go right ahead. Yes. The question is, what is freedom? And what is your definition of freedom? We've been asking for freedom. If you have to ask for it, then uh, it's not yours. That's someone else's freedom. That is someone giving you their freedom. And their freedom may not fit you. We were born with an inclination for freedom within our souls. But that freedom comes with discipline. If we are to truly actuate the freedoms that, that we, we are asking for, we have to have a discipline to derive the greatest benefit the greatest benefit from freedom, from freedom. And with freedom, as I say once more, it comes responsibility. Let me state this. There is no other race that I know of that have, that, that have their leadership designated for them. And that leadership that it seems to be guiding our children and us is coming from entertainers and athletes. No, I, I can't think of no other race that get their cues from or their leadership from entertainers. What does Beyonce say about that? What does Megan the Stallion say about that? What does T.I. say? Let me check in with Snoop Dogg and see, see what he thinks about that. Let's, let's, uh, so uh, these people are called forward on a platform and a mic placed in front of them. And they have been designated, whether we understand it or not, as our leaders, we are getting our cues from the entertainment industry. We're getting our cues from the athletic corporations, the corporate level, that control the athlete. The athlete can say something that does not follow the corporate line, 
and they will drop him. He'll be canceled. He'll be whatever. They're holding that over their head. So I'm suggesting that we designate as our leader the creator that created us and those men and women that follow the instructions of the creator. Those are our leaders from the entertainment sphere, not from from corporate athletics. We're filling our prisons up. Our children are dying in the streets. And I would say it is due to frustration. We, uh, someone else, have led us into this, this empty, this glass of water that's not even half full. That's not even half full. We have taken our cues from the world. Your life. Let me say this: Do not trust your life to this world. Make a sincere connection with the Creator and dedicate yourself to following the instructions of He who created us. And it touches our soul, our soul, our soul. We are challenged uh, with our thinking For real, I have to say this, in a lot of cases, we are dead mentally. We are dead mentally. How can you say that? Because how, because... Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Uh Uh-oh. I think we were accidentally uh, disconnected. Well, what we'll do, we will call back in. I think they might have accidentally <laughs> hit a uh, wrong button there. Let's see if we can reconnect. And uh, continue this discussion. Thank you, email. Um I'd like to start from this vantage point um, and with the acknowledgement that words are very important, you know, and uh, we we live in a language environment where words, you know, affect how we how we think, move, and operate within ourselves, within our home, within the community, etc. And I would like to use the language of Mother Nature and how Mother Nature informs uh, our freedom. We start, we develop within a confined, a, a, a place of confinement, the wombs of our mother. And uh, normally nine months, we're delivered, some of us are delivered before nine months. But the movement, the freedom within the womb is very much restricted. It's a very small place, but we develop within those confines. Then we come into the world, and our lack 
of development restricts what we're able to do and we have to be we have to be cared for by a caregiver, mother, you know, or some other caregiver cares for us because we can't care for ourselves. We're not free. We don't have we don't have the means to care for ourselves and be independent. So we have to be depend on uh those in our environment to help us. And so we can look at this development that Mother Nature shows us not only within our ourselves but within other life forms. We see this 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 process that takes place. And uh we we need to look at how Mother Nature supported social logic can help us in terms of misusing our freedom and also see how those who want to control uh, others for power and influence and material gain, how they they use uh, language within the context that has been talked about. Imam Karim, you talked about these, these, these social uh, uh, entertainers, these uh, athletes, how they are they're given permission because of because of their being exposed to us to tell us or suggest to us how we're how we're to to behave and you know that's the power of of influence you know and understanding that the human being is the creature of influence mm. i want to quickly talk about uh, this 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 uh phenomenon of passport grows as well. Uh, men having the freedom to go beyond the shores of the United States and, and, and the, the re- relationship environment of the United States to go and seek out uh, wives, Imam says. Now, some of them may be going for wives, but others may be just going for a relationship. You know, and uh, the experience of dealing with women that are quote unquote more submissive, more accepting, more agreeable, uh, but the social environment we're seeing uh, challenges in terms of how. We relate to one another not only in terms of personal relationship, but also in terms of the relationship of uh, citizens to leaders and so forth. And, and and it's very problematic because, in my opinion, we're not looking at social patterns or patterns that have been con- consistent that 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 kind of speak to us in terms of how to successfully navigate life, get the results that we want. And uh, Mother Nature speaks to us all the time in in that regard. That's what it's for. Man has utilized Mother Nature to uh, watch the ant floating on on a leaf and other kinds of pictures like that to help stimulate our thinking to achieve greater success in terms of 
working, navigating in our world. We 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 learn from these pictures that Mother Nature and these 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 uh, instructing signs that Mother Nature has been given to us. And when we ignore the patterns, when we try to, you know, as we have now today, you know, people making up stuff. You know, they 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 have psychological and emotional issues. And then they're gonna they're gonna tell me, and and I I'm gonna say this it ain't nothing but the devil that's orchestrating this uh, gonna gonna tell us that there's more than one gender you know uh, and this kind of thinking and the language that's used to express it is very oppressive to the human soul it's very oppressive to our relationships when somebody tells you you have to address them as them or they because they've got issues, and they're going to step outside of the confines of of, 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 of natural relationships, consistently uh, formed uh, social living, and going to say, "Well, I feel like I feel like a woman, so address me as a woman." This is madness, and we have the the, the, the leaders in our society submitting to craziness like this. And it's time for those uh, ground, grounded in the real world, the Mother Nature-supported uh, world, the Mother Nature world that, that, that shows us forms and relationships that are designed to keep us stable, to, to help us with stability and to progress. You know, it's time for those uh, Christians and Muslims and others to stand up against this oppressive language environment that has people acting crazy, you know, off their rocker, so to speak. So I'm I'm going to uh well I I I I'll finish with this. Go to the dictionary and look up freedom. I did. Definition for freedom. The power or right to act, think, speak as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Now, that's very limited, but when we act, speak, think according to the patterns, the instructing signs within nature that helps to, 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 to balance us, that helps us, that, that gives us instructing, instruction, uh, education in terms of what, what is most suitable then that kind of freedom uh, presents to us an avenue or path towards progress and health. The other kind of limited freedom, based on how we feel, based on you know limited factors in terms of uh, the success of an individual or group, and it's not in line with the pattern of life that, you know, we, we've got a record of life, how man has been successful or unsuccessful. We're going to turn away from that and just go on feeling? So I, I, I think I've said enough there. Thank you, Email. Yes, sir. Thank you, Michael. Praise be to Almighty God. You know, uh, for LGBTQ, that smorgasbord of letters. Uh, I know a woman that considers herself 
to be male. And I've had conversations with them. And there seems to always be a negative opinion about the male species. Uh, there seems to be always a negative that she's presented. But I am going to share with her that your mere presence, your mere existence is due to heterosexual act. Heterosexual. How can you hate the formula that produced you? You would not be here if there weren't for healthy heterosexuals. That is one line of reasoning and thought that we need to present to the male and female that what you are at advocating brings the evolving of the human being to a standstill. If everyone followed that pattern, we would become extinct, extinct. And uh, let me say this by way of the relationship between female and male. Almighty God has said that there is no superiority of a male over a female other than his physical strength, not his intellect, none of the properties that the human being possesses. She is not devoid of the excellence in those properties other than, in a lot of cases, the male has greater physical strength. So even as men, we have to have the freedom to be free enough, to be free enough in our thinking and in our spirit to accept the healthy advice and the instruction from our mothers, from the female. It is not unmanly to accept the advice of a female. We have a a, a caller on the line. I want to open up his mic. This is a new caller. Abdul Shahid, I I shall come to you after this caller. He's a new caller. 917-856. Welcome to the Female Solution. Assalamu alaikum. Good morning, everyone. Wa alaikum Alhamdulillah. And who am I speaking to? Brother Jamal Dean Bilal, New York City. Brother Jamal? Yes. yes Jamal Dean Bilal, right. New York. Yes, sir. Uh, Alhamdulillah. Sure. <clears throat> I uh, just got on a little while ago. I didn't hear the opening hour or so, how many minutes I've missed, but um, I wanted to comment on the last two comments regarding homosexuality. Uh, you brought out a, a great point, brother, ma'am, um, in terms of our creation, in terms of the mother and the father, the male and the female, producing all of us, and it's it's so contradictory now to say one is no good, one or the other sex is no good. So therefore, I'm going to 
justify my my, my homosexuality by by being with the same sex because the other sex is so problematic. Spike Lee he made a movie years ago. Might have been called Do the Right Thing or I think no I think it was She's Got a Habit. One of his first first or second movies. Actually, it became very popular by the content, but they left. But there was a scene in there where a sister, she had been going through some things, I guess, with, with a brother. And then there was another sister said, you know, I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but basically she's saying, you know, I can make you feel good or I can, you know, alleviate problems you're having with the, with the brother or with the male species. And I believe the sister declined, but nevertheless, that was a sign in itself to 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 the viewers. I know in this culture, in this society, men have been problematic for women, and maybe throughout the world in terms of best violence, things like that. But I think equally in, in some cases, and I'm speaking from experience as well, Females have been problematic for the males as well. So does that say, or that, does that justify me or anyone switching sexes or giving up on the uh, opposite sex? And unfortunately, in some cases, it has. Um, I know I know women who who were uh, straight, heterosexual, married, and brothers married and all that, for whatever reason. They, they they decided to cross over at some point. I know one. In and Brother Jamal? Yes. Your voice is sounding slightly muffled. If you could speak directly into the phone and a little bit clear. Thank you. Was heard anyway. Um, anyway, so I'm just speaking to how um, what you had mentioned regarding uh, – people crossing over or people becoming identified with their own sex. And I think some of it is because of their uh, displeasure with with the opposite sex. Um, in their mind, it, they're justified because they've been hurt. They feel that they need love regardless. And at some point, the opposite or the same sex says, well, I'll provide it, you know, like they they have this saying now, love is love. I mean, you know, we get caught up in these phrases. So I'm saying all that to say I don't think it will ever stop. It's always been here. Uh, I think people have a choice, and, and I think our responsibility is also to try to be better men and women and also to deliver the message of a law states that, you know, he wants heterosexual relationships. He wants uh, children from those relationships and want us to just try to improve uh, as a whole, as a people. In terms of your topic matter, freedom, uh, it's a blessing that after all of these years here in this country, African Americans are free. But as we've been taught, 
sometimes the freedom can be misguided and misinterpreted because freedom doesn't give you a right to just do anything. It still has to be some constraints and, and discipline. I remember in one of the classes I was in, they said that uh, you don't have the freedom to yell fire in a crowded theater if there's no fire. So freedom has to be controlled and disciplined and all of these things. Um, I'll stop right there. Any questions, comments, alhamdulillah, it's not. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jamal, for your sharing. Praise be to Allah. Yeah. Thank you for participating in this conversation on what is freedom and how would you identify freedom. Uh, If you press 1, that would take you out of the queue. And if you wish to share once more, press 1. I will see your hand raised and I will open up your mic. And thank you, Jamal. Uh, I want to now hear from my brother Abdul Shaheed. Yes, we have heard some excellent comments on what is freedom and what freedom is all about. And someone mentioned earlier the pattern in creation, which we call the fitra. These patterns in creation are very important because they govern the rules and the laws to health. And this is part of our, part of our problem as, as, I, as I'm a student of symptometry. It goes back to our health. Freedom is for us to realize our maximum potential in this lifetime, Brother Imam. Not in the next lifetime. <laughs> in this lifetime, we must maximize our fullest potential. The Almighty has given us this life to reach our fullest potential. And freedom is part of it. We must be free to do it. We we have this life so we can become the very best version of ourselves. Not the worst version, but the best version. Freedom must be earned. It's a reward from the creator for uh, obeying all of the rules, all of the laws, that's in the creation. Even if a person cannot read or write, they can understand. You are now in the host queue. Pattern in creation. Each person have a unique purpose in this life, and maintaining good brain health is essential. We must maintain brain health. Our people were traumatized from the experience of slavery, and that trauma has been passed down to this current time. There's many different things I've studied by being a student in St. Thomas, what trauma causes in a person. One of the things that trauma causes in a person is it causes the brain to be malnourished. It removes nutrients from the brain. So the brain would not have the, the nutrients and resources to do what it's been created to do. And the brain and the mind works together. The brain being the concrete and the mind being the abstract. Just follow along with me. Here's what we, what we know. If the brain is malnourished and congested and compromised, so would the mind be. The mind is our decision maker. It makes all of our decisions. 
good or bad. If the brain represents the command center of the human body, they work as a unit. They are the twin pair of each other. So our brain connects with our mind, and the mind is not able to make the best decision because the brain is malnourished. It is compromised. If the brain is compromised, so will the mind be, and this trauma has to be removed. And no one is is helping people on this planet to remove the trauma, especially our people. So that the brain would be at its best, our brain health is very important when it comes to our mind. Brother and sister, freedom will be denied if we don't take care of the health of our brain. This is what we're saying. Brain health is imperative for the health of our mind. In order to enjoy freedom, we must make the right decision about everything we do. For every decision, brothers and sisters, there are consequences. Good decision, good consequences. Bad decision, bad consequences. And this is where we are today. People do not understand how to nourish and take care of their brain, brain health. And they also, we also do not understand how that is connected with the person's mind. We'd like to say a lot more about that, Brother Imam, but I hope we're putting people in the right direction. The health of our brain is imperative to understand what freedom is all about. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Praise be to, to Almighty God. You know, the brain is the most valuable tool that yes. Almighty God gave to the human being. Uh, no, no other part of creation was given a brain, which is a very uh, complex computer system for values of judgment and uh, movement, everything. But, so, but below the brain, and yes, I don't mean in value, <laughs> the soul, the soul of the human being is what shapes how we feel, our, our, uh, our discernment of judgment, uh, how we value a thing or, or devalue. When the human being has been lied to yes. at the level of the soul, at the level of the soul, there are exploiters of human beings that have created a, it used to be a silent, but it's not a silent war anymore. It is overt between the male and the female. The scriptures have written in them that Eve is identified as a female. And in that story, they have placed it whereby she is the one that was influenced by the Satan, the enemy of mankind, to 
eat the forbidden fruit. I won't go into that. That's a whole new program. That's a whole new broadcast. <laughs> but around the world, that story has been given, and it is accepted at the level of the soul. For our soul is connected to what we cherish as sacred, as sacred. And if someone can lie and manipulate that private compartment called what is sacred within every human being, then they can control the thinking, the actions, the behavior, the judgment from the level of the soul. We, we must debunk. We must debunk what we have been given as a criterion of judgment. As a criterion of judgment. The male and the female are helpmates of one another. They are helpmates of one another, not con- not two contending forces. Uh, one of the uh, uh, platforms that have been introduced, and we see it happening, who will be in power? Who will be in power of the family? Who will have the last say-so? God has designated that the, the male should be the leader of the family. Now, we hear that, and sometimes our mind will go to, yes, I have the power. I am the leader. What I say goes, regardless to what she says or anyone else says. God has made me the leader. But the male's leadership is dependent upon incorporating the best advice, the best instruction. And that instruction can come from a female. And if he's a real leader, he will recognize the worth of that instruction, the worth of that that advice, and he will accept it and incorporate it and follow the best thereof, the best advice that is coming from the female. He is representative of uh, he is if he's a real leader, then a true leader accepts advice from the governed, from from the governed. So this battle we're having inside the home. So who is in charge? Who is who, who is running this? Now how the female orchestrates. Uh, uh, Behavior in the home, how she decorates her home, how she makes sure the home is fertile for human growth. That is her, that is partly her responsibility. 
we have to give her that and and accept the freedom that she has to arrange that. She is no more than a reflection of you, and you are a reflection of her. So we want to dispel this silent war between the male and the female, which is destroying the human family. We will never get up unless we have strong female and male bonding and strong families. And we get that from the instruction of he who created the family, created the male, created the the, uh, female. We cannot continue to just go on our own, for we are receiving instruction from unqualified, people that are unqualified to guide and formulate our lives. That is most important, that whatever the soul accepts, it truly shapes our thinking. So as Dr. Martin Luther King said, you have to have the freedom to reach down into your own soul, into your own soul, and take the pen of self-asserted manhood and write your own declaration of independence. That is what we are offering here, an invitation to your own soul. So I'll stop right there. Uh, Naima, you want to... Is there anyone on your board that would like to speak? If so, open up their mic. I see, let me see now. Uh, I see Wallica. no one on this. Yeah. We had, well, we had someone earlier, but uh, I think they might have uh, switched over to your board. Perhaps uh, they, the call drops. I don't know if they called back in on your line. And, of course, uh, we have some Comments from our Facebook family, our Monday host says, Grand Rising, thanks for men sharing today. We need to hear their voices. And our Friday host, Seattle, says, a great point about the thoughts and minds being key elements that influence our freedom. Uh, so, and if there is any men on our switchboard, press one now so that we can get your comments. And uh, we'll, the women, we will have a short just just 10 minutes after the show, just to reflect on what we've heard. So if you want to call in, 515-605-9325 and press 1, and we'll have a, a quick 10-minute after show uh, after after the hour. And get your thoughts on what you've heard and how we can be supportive of the freedom that is directed toward a purpose and responsibility. Uh, a lot of... A lot of women are, are struggling with sons that they're raising by themselves who seem to be directionless and unmotivated. I've certainly asked them to have them listen to this show uh, because it's, it's something they need to get from the elder men that they perhaps had not received in terms of what it really means to be a free man and, and the fact that that is tied to responsibility. So... Uh, Men, if you are on yes, our switchboard, we invite press- males. 
press one on your phone, don't be shy. This is your 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 time to be heard. Don't hold back. There is there are no uh, improper. There is no improper opinions that we're sharing here. It is all relative and it is all good when you share honestly about your thinking and your fit. There's nothing wrong to feel. Let me say that as males, we have to to reattach ourselves to our emotional nature. It is it is it is not anti-male to have feelings of affection, feelings of love. God says it is He who have placed between your hearts, the male and female, love and sakina. Sakina. Sakina means tranquility, a tranquil environment. So it is God that has placed that within us, tranquility. So we have to take advice from he who created us and gave us these properties of Love, peace, understanding, intellect, and tranquility. That is how we are to survive on this earth. I want to now ask uh, ask uh, uh, Michael Hamine if he would like to share, and we in, invite all males at this time to share your share your thoughts and your feelings, Michael Hamine. Thanks. Thank you, Imam. Um, uh, I, I'd like to go to the uh, creation and how it is going somewhere, you know. And we didn't come into the world to be aimless. Everything that is created has an aim and a purpose. And we see that we see that in our development and the development of other things in creation. It starts off weak, as as I mentioned earlier, you know, in terms of our human development. We start off weak and we we grow and there's a direction and purpose to our growth as it is for everything. So we, Understanding that we didn't come into this world uh, without an aim and a purpose is very helpful to all of us. And uh, the the direction is, I would think, be obvious, is to make the world better today than it was yesterday. You know, the advancement, improvement, we see this in terms of our own development, developmental history and how we've been given the ability to make other things in the creation better. Man has, has the ability to take just regular grass and develop it by going into the properties of that grass and make a grass that's just like a carpet you know, you walk on it and you feel you you feel like you're floating, and it just it's it's grass. But the Creator's given us the ability to improve on things, and that means improve upon ourselves. 
So here's a picture we mentioned earlier, coming to this world helpless, and we have to be assisted for a length of time. Other creatures, you know, cows and horses and other things, they don't need that long time to develop. You know, there's a pattern for their development. But here's a, here's a picture of needing uh, more time to develop and more time to uh, to struggle with ourselves in that development. So it's very subtle, but it's, there's a suggestion there that whether we are religious or not, we owe a debt. We owe a debt to life. And that's a good place, especially with all of these influences telling us it's all about me, 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 me. Alhamdulillah, uh, Michael, I've been informed we have 90 seconds. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. I'll stop there because I think, I think that says, says a lot, that we, we owe a debt to life. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you, my brother. Praise be to Allah. We are grateful to all of you that tune in to The Female Solution every day of the week, and we are grateful for those of you that tune in to The All-Male conversation. We pray that we have made progress along the road to what we already have, freedom. Praise be to Almighty God. So um, uh, this will end this segment of the uh, broadcast and uh, I want to invite the listening audience, if you would, to to uh, tune back into America Muslim 360 at, uh, let me see, hold on, please. Yes, praise be to Allah. At uh, 6 p.m. for Narrative Aspirations, hosted by Khalida Abdul Akbar Aziz. It is Narrative Aspirations, and also we invite you to tune back into Optimal Health. Praise be to God hosted by our beloved brother, Abdul Shaheed. All right. And yes, thank you all. And that ends our broadcast with uh, American Muslim 360. But stay on, sisters. We got a short after show on the female solution, and we will open up your mics and get your thoughts. You've been listening to the Female Solution Global Radio TV show, our men-only discussion. And we've got a couple of sisters on the switchboard. We definitely want to get your thoughts and a few that have been watching on Facebook. Our Monday Morning Mindfulness host, Zelda, says, so grateful to hear our men thinking about life relationships, a whole new overstanding. Amen. And she says, we often keep trauma in our bodies from past relationships. Releasing that trauma is crucial before beginning the next relationship. And I certainly agree. Let me open the mic for our dear sister from our uh, Friday and Sunday show, uh, Health and Well-Being with Viata on Friday and Soul Purpose Healing with Viata on Sunday. And welcome back. Are you back in the States with us? I am, I am, I am. I'm on the beach right now, or in Melbourne, which is right near the beach, because I didn't go to the beach in Hapkistan. But uh, what a great show. I was so impressed with the men uh, expressing 
their views and values, and it was great. And I was especially uh, paying attention to the passport goals. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, when you leave this country, you better hold on to that passport because you got to get back in and go in. (laughs) That passport is so important. So when he brought that up, Naima, I just went off into the thoughts about the passport and what it, how you value it, connect to other souls in other lands. That's what I did for three days. Connect, and my passport was the 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 document that ushered me into a new country, you know, a new different language, not a new language, a different language, different culture, and learn so much about. It. I'm gonna talk more about it on Friday, but. Uh, they, I was listening. The brothers were having a hard time defining freedom at first without using the word free. So I was talking <laughs> to my friend about they got. We were saying they got to stop defining freedom with the word free. We want to know what are their thoughts about that word without using it to define it. You know. So this is what we came. Up, I came up with men who go to prison don't consider themselves free, right? Uh, they're right. behind bars, but. We were saying there's a choice in your mind to act on what the brothers were talking about today, going inside and and having a relationship with your creator, with yourself. And that's the freedom that we have if we use our mind as the brothers brought out. Our thoughts and our mind are what create the freedom. So even if you're in prison, you can be free. But you have to have a strong mind to be, to look through those bars and say, I'm free in my mind and my thoughts because I have a relationship with my creator. And that's what I think we want to leave our audience with today is that freedom is a choice to use your mind and your thoughts to create an environment within, first of all, within that says, I have choices that I can make that give me peace, that give me joy, but it's my choice. That's the freedom that we need to develop. So that was my thoughts this morning. Great show. It was awesome. I was so involved in what the, hearing what the brothers were saying, and it was just great wisdom coming through from all of us. So thank you, brothers. Wherever you are, you all did a great job. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening in. Of course, that's Deanna who. It's coming back from Cuba. You got to listen in on her uh, on her show on Friday. I definitely want to hear about Cuba. And it's interesting that you went to Cuba because for so long we've been made to be afraid of Cuba. We've been made to believe yeah. that it's a place of oppression and fear. And and I recently learned that in Cuba they uh, they provide free um, education for those who want to go into the medical field. In other words, you can learn how to become a doctor for free and because you need help. You need, you, need, you need people with those skills, so it just makes sense. And I think of the difference here where it costs so much to go to medical school that they basically excluded vast numbers of people who could be learning how to heal if, if, if we – would only look at things differently and stop trying to profit off of everything and think of how how can we help people. So I yes. I have let me let me share with you. I met a doctor. I met a young woman, a little skinny black woman who had been just finished med school in Cuba. They paid for her education. Do you know how much they pay her, Naima? You want to guess what they pay her every month? 
Ooh, I I have no idea. T- tell us what what is her monthly income? Thirty five thirty five U.S. dollars a month. They pay their doctors. Wow. Now think on that. When this I was we met this woman and her friend, this beautiful uh, brother. Both of these dark skin, because you know Cuba is full of diverse skin colors. You people you don't know who they are until they speak. Everybody's speaking Spanish, all different face colors. Doesn't matter what the color you are. But this little skinny black woman went through med school, paid for by the Cuban government. She makes $35 a month. Now, I looked at her. I wanted to cry, but the brother was explaining, and he spoke pretty good English. He explained how she loves what she does, and she's the first step when people have a health problem. They come to see her first. She tries to help them fix the problem, and then they go to another level or they go home. She loved her job. You know what I did? I took out every dollar bill in my pocket, which was about 10. I, we took a lot of ones because we were told, you know, people are going, Dama Dinero, Dama Dinero, give me some money. I gave mm-hmm. her every penny, every dollar in my pocket. I'm like, here. She didn't want to take it. She's, she said she doesn't want to take it. I said, listen, you give this to your family, familia. I said, give it to your family. And, I, and then <laughs> she took it and left. And I was, I was almost in tears thinking about it, but I realize this is the culture. This is the culture. And they, they've been used to doing The government pays for a lot of things, but people don't get a lot of money. And guess what? There's no McDonald's, Burger King, all those fast foods. They don't exist there. So they don't have to waste their money on junk food, and they're skinnier and healthier. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> so the question is then, do you need a lot of money if the lifestyle does not require you to pay a lot, especially if you're not doing the fast food meals every day and if your basic needs are taken care of? In a sense, that's a lot more freedom than those who might make a lot of money, but they spend so much because the lifestyle is so extravagant. I don't know because I know there are countries where – you don't. Ha- it doesn't cost a lot to live, so therefore the amount of money that you get paid really does cover what your living expenses are. I don't know. I mean, what did you observe? Did you observe a lot of homelessness? Did you observe a lot of begging? Or did people seem to be well, pretty content with what they had? A lot of, a lot of at requests for money, which is sin. S-I-N is a Spanish word that means need or um, uh, needing or improvement, needing. Without. Improvement, basically, and yeah. I thought we were talking about English and and uh, and Spanish, kind of similar, but they use that word "sin" as "I need something, I need something." And then there's the word "mujer," I think that, or say something about supreme, uh, supreme uh, existence. Putting the two together, people are in poverty, but and the streets are all dirty. I mean, there's a lot of trash it, where we were. We were in the ghetto area for three days, so. But we got out of there and we had a nice dinner with our friends and all that. We went to the big factory. But, but yeah, the people are what one brother was saying. They're starving basically because they make this. And the dollar is it's two hundred uh, pesos to one dollar. So you know, ten dollars is worth two thousand pesos. So that's considered high inflation. They have. A high inflation rate. So guess what? People asking for dollar, U.S. dollars. They don't want pesos. They want dollars because mm. the dollar is supposed to have more value than the pesos. But whatever you need, you, know, you don't have to convert it. 
But yeah, Naima, it's a choice that they have to live a simpler life. You couldn't pe- Americans go there and they be, oh, where's the air conditioning? And oh my goodness, where's McDonald's? And where's Burger King? Oh, <laughs> not here, honey. Go away. <laughs> Wake up. Right. And so it was a culture shock, of course, but oh my goodness, I just, I'm still reflecting on what all I saw poverty and the need, the sin, S-I-N in Spanish, but yet the need that they have to eat, they want to eat more, but they can't. They're eating beans and rice every day. But one brother said, everybody, people eating beans and rice every day, every day. Can you imagine living on beans and rice? My dad did that in New Orleans back in the late 20s. That's how he lived, on beans and rice. So NDRE has a song everybody should listen to called The Ghetto. And she says there are places in Havana that remind her of Savannah, Georgia. Everybody's living in a ghetto. Some. Mm. It's a, a choice, ghetto, though. It's, it's, a cho- it's become even a state of mind because nothing's yes. changing yes. their environment other than their thinking. And even I yes. listened to the talk about the, the, your state of mind. Yes. And like you were saying, there are a lot more. There are people who are inside prison walls who are a lot more free than those who are walking around on the outside. It makes me think of that that scene in the movie uh, Malcolm X, where uh, during his time when he was Detroit Red inside the prison, conking his hair and everything, and the brother comes up to him and said, "You get him <laughs> yeah. out of the prison of his mind." And if you are are being basically told how to think so that you are living a life that creates stress for you, that is unhealthy, that is extravagant, and you're thinking you have to live beyond your means, and so therefore you feel impoverished because of your thinking, you're in prison. You're, you're, feeling, you're feeling as if you don't have the power over yourself, and I believe one of the, one of the guests uh, – one of the men were saying about having the power to make your own choices and having the power to determine your lifestyle, having the power to choose is what gives you freedom. But you don't, when other people have already conditioned you to think in a particular way, then you really don't have freedom. You're doing what you've been programmed to do. Just like in the prison, you know, if you were, if you're thinking, well, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta get some chemicals to conk my hair, you know, I gotta get some cigarettes, so, you know, you're doing all these self-destructive things or things that are costing and not benefiting you health-wise. How free is that if you have been made to believe this is what you must do? and it's not in your best interest health-wise, mental health and physical health, and yet this is, this is the American way. We have, we, and you really don't know how brainwashed you are until you leave this country, and then you see other people living differently. But then one thing, and I guess we'll hear more about it on Friday, one thing that disturbs me in other countries is the poverty and the ghetto atmosphere, the trash, the dirt. Because we have this thing here, and, and, and amidst all this abundance, you go to certain neighborhoods here, right here in the city of Chicago where I live, and I'm sure down there in Florida where you live, you know, there's, there's, there's a 
segment of society that believes they don't have the power to improve their condition, and so it's manifested in the way they live among filth and trash, a belief that they don't have the power to improve their lives, and so they don't do the thing that they're free to do, which is pick up the trash. They might say, well, the city should do it, or, you know, somebody else should yeah. do it. Yeah. If it's all in front of your house, your own house, and you don't pick it up, and it's in front of your house, does that doesn't make any sense. You know, you had the power to, if everybody in the area picked it up in front of their house, there would be no trash. Well, there, you know what, Naima, that's the point I was asking, too. Why aren't people picking up this trash? I asked, what is the dominant religion in Cuba? What do you think it is? Is it Catholicism? Of course, what I call Catholico. And and my friend who's from Brazil, she grew up with the Catholic Church as a child in Brazil. She hates that religion now because of all the poverty she saw while they had these huge, build, beautiful buildings and they – they promoted this, you know, great religion, and yet there was poverty everywhere. So she has moved so far from religion because of her upbringing in Brazil. And I thought about that in Cuba. There is a darkness over many areas of Cuba because they don't have the spirituality, what the brothers were talking about today, going within and having a relationship with the Most High, creator of the heaven and earth. That's what the freedom they were talking about today was about choice in your mind first and your thoughts first you can have a relationship with nature i think somebody talked about that this morning nature what having a relationship with nature people aren't doing that in the ghetto of, of havana they're just busy trying to i saw two people dumpster diving which was you know common in in, in america too but to be on such a small island and to see all that in, in a congested area was like so mind-blowing and eye-opening that I realized uh, the darkness that hangs over them because there is no spirituality connection to the Most High, connection to Creator. It's really more survival. And the Catholic Church is running things. It's like, okay, get this picture here. What's going on? <laughs> So what are they doing with the land? Did you see did you see farmland? Did you see people growing food? Did you see use of I the ground three earth days. And you know that was No. Some? No, 3 days was not enough. I was I was central. I was located in Havana. I didn't have a car. We, for the first 2 days, we were just walking through the neighborhoods and going to the the water. There was uh, the east side of uh, Cuba. We were near the water on the east side of the island. So we walked to the water 2 days. The third day we spent with our friends. They finally arrived. We spent the whole day with them. We went and took a taxi to areas of Havana. But I did not get out to the where the farm areas are and the, the beautiful trees and and all that. Two, three days was not enough. Three days was I was planted there to really what my friend and I say develop a covenant with the Cuban people to pray for them for one and pray for the land and pray that um, we will continue to uplift them even in the United States because the people are suffering. Well, I don't know what the government's doing, but I know they don't have any religion. I don't think they're practicing their religion, but the dominant religion, I was told, was Catholic. Wow. Mm. So, yeah, lots That's... of wow moments for us. It was like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> You know, and the interesting and yet, thing about that, so 
sometimes you find in places where people are most religious is where they're most mentally confined because they've been programmed yeah. to think of themselves yeah. as helpless. And that's yeah. all that's been the history of the the church. That's the, that's that's the structure that, that Yeshua Ben Joseph, the one we know as Jesus, that's the the structure that he came to free us from, that mind control where people telling you that they can tell you what God wants you to do and you've got to go through them to get to God and you've got to pay them a fee if you want God to like you. <laughs> you know, all and, of that. And you know, it, it was yeah. kind of a subliminal, now that I think about it, seeing the word sin on billboards was kind of a subliminal message, even though that's a Spanish word, it's also an English word, from the Catholic Church, that means shame. You need us. You need this. You need. You are in need. That word sin in Spanish is you are in need. And what does the Catholic Church say? You're in need to go in a little booth and confess your sin and sin. And so they're promoting it all over the, in, at least in Havana where we were, sin, 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 sin. And it's almost subliminal. You can't even get out of your poverty because the word is everywhere. And yet, when you think about it, you have the thought, you have the mind, you have the creator within you to get out of anything. But they keep putting that in your face, sin, sin, sin. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. That's what we brought. You're shame, shame, shame. And then no wonder they're poor and 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 depressed. I saw so many frowns walking through the dirty streets of Havana. I was like, what is with these frowns? People are just a frown. I saw this one old woman. It was like painted on her face. This frown. Like, whoa. And then there were those, and then, okay, here's the, the other thing. These young people were walking down the street late at night. We went out. We said, we went, where's the moon? What's the moon saying? We walked out our door, and these, a group of young people, it's probably about eight or nine of them, laughing and singing. And this one girl does a cartwheel in the middle of the street. These young people were having so much fun. And I'm like, something's going on with these young people. They got a different mindset than most of the older people and these people walking with a frown. <laughs> yeah, well, that is, that is a good sign. Uh, and, and Zelda says, nature nurtures. There are blessings sitting among trees, water, birds, et cetera. Yes. Thanks for sharing, Viata. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, encouraged when I see young people breaking the mold because they've, they've chosen yes. – not to follow that repressive path of uh, yeah. their their parents and and Catholicism <laughs> runs rampant in U.S. too. That's why there's class action lawsuits on sexual misconduct by priests. Yeah, that's that ugly little secret that that is now being exposed. <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> so, yes, I mean we have an opportunity to create real freedom, and that that's freedom of mind. That's the the yeah. power. Redefine the power to create. That's what we have. We have the power to create the life we want. And we have the power to choose a different system of exchange that is not dependent upon the dollars, the pesos, or whatever symbol used by government. People have the power to choose to share and exchange among themselves and not need any of that and still live in abundance. We have the power to do that. And as we raise our consciousness, we will discover how to systematize that so that we can replace all of these systems that we create that artificial poverty that we find ourselves experiencing. 
We have the power to do yeah. that. Even, even with and, Cuba, our government created this artificial enemy war with Cuba for many years, and we need to stop that. That's one of the systems we got to change is overcoming the government's perspective on people in Cuba, people in uh, Russia, people in Ukraine. Get the government out of this stuff, and we can have more peace in our in our land. Absolutely. We can do it. Well, we're going to go, and definitely we thank you all for being a part of our after show, our brief after show with the men-only discussion on what is freedom. And Deborah says, and, and why are people dropping the trash? That's the state of mind. Same is here. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> state of mind. Your surroundings are reflecting. What is your state of mind? Every act is an act of self-definition. If you are allowing trash in your environment, that's ex- that's expressing how you feel about yourself. If you are free and, and enough, you, know what? you here's, will. Here's another thing. Because the Cubans don't have so many choices like McDonald's and all that, when I walk through my neighborhood, I see McDonald's trash all the time. They don't, in Cuba, you know what I see? Aluminum cans. They're drinking a lot of soda. That's about, and then other papers. But they know, if they had McDonald's and Burger King, oh, my goodness, I don't know what it would be like. More, more trash than they could possibly pick up. Well, Too we, many choices in America. Too many choices. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, it's, it's, well, it's a good thing to have. You just have to have the intelligence to make the right choices. And that determines how what? free you if you, if you If you know how to make choices that are in your best interest, in your best interest, yes. then that shows yes. that you are a person who is free. Well, we must go. Yes. We thank you all so much. All right. Look okay. forward to uh, hearing health and well-being with Diana on this coming Friday. Tune on We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci. Spain, gracias. Italy, grazie. Egypt, shukran. Ghana, medasi. Nigeria, eshe. South Africa, ngiabonga. Senegal, jaret. 
Kenya, Asante. Israel, Toda. Pakistan, Shukriya. Afghanistan, Tashakor. Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.